Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Hey, friends, welcome to Wednesday night. It's good to have you here again, and it's good to be with you. Amen. So tonight, I'm just going to continue along the line of the prosperous soul, and this is titled this one, Building Wealth in Your Life. Uh, you know, I, I, we've been here for uh, in this church for 42 years, but we've also, you know, been born again for a little longer than that. And, you know, it's about renewing your mind and your soul to what God has for you, because in, in, uh, in Ephesians chapter 1, it says in verse 3, Blessed be God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with ever spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Now, he's already blessed us. When we got born again, our, our spirit is made brand new. But, but the Apostle John says this over in 3 John 2, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. How many of you know God wants you to prosper spirit, soul, body? Everything about life he, he's given to us and he wants us to prosper, but it has something to do with us. I, I Oftentimes, I, I, having been here so long and, 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 uh, and seeing people come and people go, and, and you wonder, why don't they get it? My dad used to say, there are people that will have a poor soul. And Jesus even said, the poor you'll always have with you. I don't think he meant just poor in, in financial uh, means. He meant poor mentality, poor what You have to do something. But, you know, the good thing about the Bible and good thing about God's word is you can trans be transformed, according to what uh, Paul wrote to the Romans, by the renewing of your mind. You can do this. He didn't make it, okay, you're smart so you can get, no, he made it so everybody could prosper in their soul. And But we have to do something. We have to get to the place where we put the word of God in our heart and in our mouth and begin to say what he says about us, about our circumstances, about our condition. And if you don't do that, you'll never prosper. And God wants us to be more, more than prosperous. He wants us to be a like he says, he'll do abundantly above all we could ever ask or think. He'll do even more than that. Why? Because he wants us to, to show that the kingdom of God here on earth to others. We are now representatives of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ, and we have something to do. We can't just sit idly by and, and you know, it doesn't fall on us like apples out of a tree. We can't sit in a rocker and just rock. You know, a rocker has a lot of movement, but you don't go nowhere. So we ought to be able to get out of that rocker, get up and get going with what God has. And if we don't renew our mind and get our soul lined up with the word of God and with the spirit of God, then we can't have what he said we could have. Now, so it's vital. We, we call ourselves a faith church, a word of faith. Why do we call ourselves that? Because we not only hear the word, we speak the word. We speak the word and we walk by faith. We live by faith. We do everything we have is by faith. We can't even please God without faith. So we have to know all of those things. But in Deuteronomy 8, 18, it says, And you shall remember the Lord your God. <laughs> remember the Lord your God. Well, what do we remember? We remember who he is, what he's done, and what his word says. Amen? 
for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant. How many of you know he wants us to prosper because he wants to establish his covenant here on earth through us? Amen? Amen. God's power to get wealth, purpose, and to establish his covenant. True wealth comes out of the soul for every area of life, not just financial. You understand that? Uh, true wealth is part of our spirit, soul, body, uh, family, and finances. God will, will for every person is to be prosperous. Now, listen. It's something that we go from place to place, glory to glory, and faith to faith. We have to move with what, what God wants. We can't sit back and say, well, I heard a good message, but what do you do with the message? What do you do with instruction? How do you get better at something? You practice it. You, you, it's like this word of God is, a, is a, uh, uh, an instruction manual to how to live from what God has already provided. Amen? So we have to practice it. You know, it, it's uh, just like he said in this first verse I read. He's blessed us with every spiritual blessings in high places. In other words, we are blessed people. But if you don't recognize yourself as being blessed, if you, if, you, uh, if you live a carnal life, even though you've been born again, you won't have all the blessings that God has for you. This is why we, none of us have, uh, are perfect. None of us is made, you know, uh, 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 perfected. But we're working towards that. And you've got to continually work towards that, regardless of how long you've been born again, regardless of how long you've been in the, in, in the, uh, in the church. You've got to keep moving forward. And so we have to do those things. If we hook up with the purposes of God, it's easy to receive the promises of God. We've got to hook up with them. We've got to come into agreement with what the Word of God has said because this is, this is His will and testament for us. Amen? Amen. His people, we need to help. We need to help people know the Lord. That's why we're we're here. You know, it's been said. Uh, excuse me. Got to get my notes turned here. It's been said that uh, years ago, uh, when Pastor Larry and Pam started the church, and the Lord told them, said, "You've been called to help my down and outers, to minister to my down and outers." Well, some people have gotten to believe that we're, we're to help just street people. We're a ministry to the street people, and that's all we do. That isn't what it meant at all. We're to help people that don't know the Word of God, don't know who they are in Christ, and don't know how to hook up with the things of God through faith. So it could be helping someone on the street. We should do that anyway, right? We should bring people in. But it's more about learning who they are in Christ. This is what... Uh, if you don't know who you are in Christ, you can't do or appropriate everything. He's, have everything he said you could have. So we have to know those things. So 2 Corinthians 8, 9 says this, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that through him, though he was rich, yet he, for our sakes he became poor, that we might, through his poverty, might become rich. Now, what, what is he saying is he saying that uh, he, was, he was rich with everything, everything that glory would provide, but he became poor so we could become rich, How to, rich in the things of God, rich in, in, in uh, what he's provided, like he just said, those spiritual blessings, all the things he's provided for us, but we have to do something. He took our sins so we wouldn't have to carry our sins. You ever think about that? <laughs> That's a blessing. Well, you, you, have, you have to renew your mind to the fact 
I'm no longer an old sinner saved by grace. I am now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. If you don't do that, you'll always be thinking, well, I'm, you know, it's all of us sin a little bit and we do this. No, we're to get away from that. He took our sicknesses so we wouldn't have to carry sickness. By his stripes, we have been healed. By his stripes. So if we, if we appropriate that, if we renew our mind to that, we, our soul becomes prosperous. We can begin to speak to the problems. We can begin to believe for healing, stand on the word of God, and begin to see it come to pass. And so he took our poverty. <laughs> wow. Now, what? so we wouldn't have to carry poverty. Listen, he's not always talking about money. Do you know there's a lot of people that are very wealthy or got a poor soul, a, a poverty mentality, even though they have a lot of money or a lot of things? That's, he's talking about everything that we do, he took poverty from us. We no longer have to live in that poverty. <laughs> we bring him glory by not, by, by not receiving and operating. We know, know glory by not operating and, and receiving all that he has done for us. Now, think about that. We don't bring him glory by saying we can't or we, we, we can't have it or he's not done. No, we bring him glory by agreeing with what he said we have, even when we haven't seen it yet. Amen. That's true faith. It's true. You're, you know, it's, it's believing that what he said is true. So we bring him glory by walking in and living um, healthy, wealthy, and wise. Now, I understand I've been through some health issues myself. You have probably have been too. It doesn't mean that that is his will for us as we walk in health. And we be wealthy, not so we can heap it up on ourselves. What did it say earlier? So he can, we can establish the kingdom here upon earth. How many of you know it takes money? It takes, it takes resources. It takes materials to build the kingdom. It took that to build this church. Uh, you know, in 1988, this church went up and we've been here ever since, but it took money and it took uh, wisdom. It took a lot of things, but God has given it to us. Don't just get along. Uh, do nothing for the Lord. Renew your mind. Prosper in your soul. That's what he wants us to do. Be your best. Raise to the, t raise to the top. Be all the Lord said you can be. Well, how do you know that? You get in the word of God. You begin to walk in what it says about you. This is so important today. There are so many things. There's, Brother Hagin used, uh, has written a, a little book year, years ago called In Him, all the in hymns. In Him, in fact, right there in Ephesians chapter 1, there's this. In Him, we have redemption. In Him, we have obtained an inheritance. In Him, everything we have is in Him through Jesus Christ. But we don't appropriate that until we come into agreement with Him and begin to say it for ourselves. Amen? Amen. So it's vitally important. And now... We have all these gifts and talents and abilities given to us. But if we are to prosper in all things in God's covenant, so his covenant can be established, we have to do certain things. Now, there's foundations for true wealth. I'm going to give you, I've, I've preached this message before, but you know what? It's vital. Faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. But you know that word, when you break that down, it comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. Because we don't get, first time we hear something, we don't get it and, and be able to re receive it and understand it fully. At, you know, uh, uh, advertising, the advertising world. What are they, why do they keep bombarding us with these, these crazy uh, advertisements? 
about drinks and food and all that over and over. And sometimes they run them back to back. Why do they do that? Because they want to get it in your head. <laughs> they want to get you, uh, 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 your mind to the, boy, I got to have that drink or I got to have that, that food or whatever. So we have to renew our mind on a continual basis. And we have to, faith, the faith of we walk by is by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So value what God values. How many of you know to value what God values? It's so important. If we come into agreement, we got to value what he values. Do not love money. And this is uh, 1 Timothy 6.10. Money is a tool. The love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. How many of you know that? What do we see in our world today? What do we see in our nation today? What do we see in our politics today? It's not about, it's about greed. It's about money. And, and, and all kinds of evil things happen, don't they? Now, for some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and and uh, perceive themselves through many sorrow or pierce themselves through many sorrows. In other words, if you're in it for the money, you're gonna you're gonna be hurting down the road. Don't don't sacrifice your family relationships and for serving the Lord for money and serving the Lord for money. You can't do that. Well, we're talking about money there, but don't sacrifice it for other things for other other things in your life. Value what God values. What's your most passionate about it? You uh, tells you tells us what your value, what you're invested in. When you value what God values, God becomes your source. Amen. Amen. Who has more control over your life, the Bible or your boss? I'm just reading some of these I've had on these. Uh, the Lord or your job? Choose God and His Word. That's what we're to do. We're to choose God and His Word. Be loyal to God. Do you ever think about being loyal? That's that's a hard thing for some people today. That's why we see the divorce rate so high. That's why we see people abandoning their children or not, you know, and other things. Forsake any ambition that uh, 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 compromises your commitment to God. In other words, don't compromise your commitment to God for other things. Nothing. I shall have no other God before me. Amen one of the Ten Commandments. What to do? What am I going to do? Jobs come and go. Money uh, money comes, money goes. Family's still your family, right? Church is still your church. My life is still my life. Can't buy that. Come on, you can't buy that. Listen, I, I can't tell you how important it is to begin to see yourself differently. See yourself as God sees you. So vital, so vital. Because if you begin to see yourself, if you have the identity God gives you, you can begin to do the things he's called you to do and, and do it with zeal and gusto and passion. But if you don't, you just kind of wind through life up and down, up and down, never quite getting it. Amen? Trust in the Lord. Do not worry. That's the second thing. Trust in the Lord. Do not worry. Listen, over in uh, Matthew chapter 6, you probably all know this uh, scripture, but it's always good to think about what he says here. Matthew chapter 6, verse, we'll start with verse 25. Therefore, Jesus, this is the words of Jesus, so it, you know it's important because it's in red, right, and right. I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor your body, 
what you uh, will put on. Is it not more uh, life more than food and the body more than clothing? And it keeps going. And it look, you know, he talks about looking at the birds in the air and it goes on about that. Which of you are worrying can add one cubit to his stature? You ever think about laying in bed and you're worried, worried, worried and about something, but you know it never changes the outcome? What does change the outcome is when you begin to pray and seek God and intercede for what the situation is, you can begin to see uh, God intervene. Amen? So, but it goes on to say down, uh, let's go to verse 31. Therefore do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For all, after all these things the Gentiles seek. Well, that's talking about the worldly people are seeking those things. For your heavenly Father knows what you have need of, need of all these things. How many of you know he knows what you need before you ever needed it? Amen? But it says, seek, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek God first. Amen? Put him first on your list. When you read the Bible, when you're talking about yourself, say that, listen, if the Bible says I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, then I have to begin to say it. If the Bible says I'm to prosper in all things and be in health, even as my soul prospers, I have to begin to think I'm prospering in all things. If the Bible says, uh, he, if he be for me, who can be against me? I have to believe that. It's stuff like that. You understand? So, but seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things that you need. Even It was an example of things you need in life. Shall be added unto you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. I mean, even know when tomorrow will never come because it'll be today when tomorrow comes. You ever think about that? It really is we say tomorrow, but when tomorrow comes, it's today. So don't worry about tomorrow. For, for tomorrow, we'll worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. <laughs> so we, we put that aside and we begin to seek the things of God. Keep your mind focused on what God says. Worry is believing the words of the devil the Antichrist. Amen. Faith is believing the words of God and expecting them to come to pass. We walk by faith, not by sight. Now, over in, uh, you know this scripture too, It's and that goes right along with it. In Philippians chapter 4, I, I love, this is one of my favorite passages of scripture. In verse 4, well, first of all, it says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. You know, when you're rejoicing, it's hard to be worrisome or down and out when you're rejoicing in the Lord. He says, rejoice in the Lord. Amen. But he says in verse six, be anxious or worrisome about nothing. But when everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Isn't that a wonderful thing? Then it tells you how to keep the peace by thinking on the right things. And then Paul said at the, in verse 9, The things which you've learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Well, how do you find out what Paul said, uh, you know, what he learned, what he did? Uh, uh, you know, you find it in the Word. You find it in the Word. You find it in teaching. You find it in, 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 uh, in what he's done, and it becomes a reality in your own life. Amen? Amen. So, Proverbs Three uh, verses five through ten says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, in all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your path." 
Isn't that a wonderful thing? He'll direct your path. How many of you know he knows what's out there in front of you and which way to go, to the right or to the left or where, and he'll direct you? Do not be wise in your own eyes. Boy, isn't that a, a, a statement. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and the first fruits of all your increase so that your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be overflowed with new wine. Now, we may not have a barn, but you probably got a bank account and you probably got the things you're, you know, you're, you're appropriating and buying. You, you'll, you'll be blessed in those things. Now, number three, trust God's ability to turn things around for you. If you want to live in a, have a prosperous soul, trust him in the midst of all of what's going on in your life. He just said in, in, in that uh, Proverbs 3, trust in the Lord with all your heart. You know, that takes, that takes, uh, that takes work. And that, and that takes uh, uh, effort. Because sometimes we don't want to. Our flesh doesn't want to trust in him. Now, in, in uh, Ephesians chapter 2, it's, uh, it says this. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. Well, if he made you alive, you ought to be able to trust him for everything else, right? In which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. How many of you know there's a devil? <laughs> His name is Satan. And, and he's still trying to defeat and destroy and, and, and kill as many people as he can. And among whom you also once conducted ourselves in the lust of the, our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh, and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. But God, here's, here's the part you want to see. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses and sins, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. Praise the Lord. And goes on to say, and raised up together, and made to sit us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through what? Faith, believing, and expounding through your mouth what it is that he's done. Amen? And that not, and not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not by works lest anyone should boast, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for what? Good works. Good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Now listen, Satan, the God of this world, wants us to be uh, poor, fret, uh, fearful, anxious about everything. But God, he wants us to have a firm foundation in the things of God is the key to the prosperous life. Many stories in the Bible where God has turned things around. Go read the Hall of Faith, what they call Hall of Faith, uh, Hebrews chapter 11. You'll begin to see some things in there that, that just, I mean, it's miraculous. So many of the things that happened there. But people believe God and he came through for them. You can believe God and he'll come through for you, but you got to do something. you got to renew your mind, get your soul lined up with your spirit and begin to walk in the things of God. Now, quickly, uh, review. True wealth comes through a prosperous soul. 
Value what God values. We talked about that. Trust the Lord. Do not worry. Trust God's ability to turn you around, turn uh, things around. Don't give up. Don't give up tonight. Get on board. Get going with the things of God. Get your Bible out. Start reading it again. Get out uh, 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 good teaching and begin to listen to it and get your mind filled with the things of God. And fourth, keep your focus on what God says. Keep your focus on what God says. Let this mind be in me that was also in Christ Jesus. Let your mind be in him. Amen. That we might see the goodness of God. This, this, is, this is not rocket science. It's not just made for the, a few uh, super intelligent, mindful people. God made it so everybody could be prosperous. So get on board. Get going with God and, and build a life, a prosperous life for yourselves. In Jesus' name, let us pray. Father, we thank you that you've provided a way that we could have a life and have it abundantly. That's what you said, Jesus. said Satan came to kill, steal, and destroy, but I've come, to, Jesus said, that you might have life and have it more abundantly. May it be so with everyone in the sound of my voice. May it be a time that we're, <laughs> we're not dwelling on what the enemy is doing. We're dwelling on what God said in his word and become a reality in our life. And so I thank you for everyone out there. Uh, help, help each ever, and every one of them and every, each and every, every person out there, including myself, to keep going forward in Jesus' name that we might see the glory of God and help build a kingdom here upon the earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. It's good to be with you. See you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.